The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed. To the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and also Sons of Liberty media.com. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you see the face that's made for radio, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, scroll, or you don't even have to scroll now, uh, top of the page, right side of the top of the page, and uh, click on that, and uh, you can just um, blow that up on whatever device you've got. Click on the rumble if you want to join us in the chat there. Also, we are on Discord, and um, yeah, I have forgotten to make a short bitly link for that so i apologize but if you go over to the rumble channel in the video description you will see there that there is a link for um uh, joining on 
the dis- on, on Discord. It, some of you guys, I know it's not a big deal. You you don't care. You're just here to listen to the show. You'll enjoy the people who are with you, and that's cool. Uh, but in any case, that's there for people who want to congregate there. Um, I'm understanding that there is a way for you to utilize two things on like an iPhone. I don't have one, so um, where you could watch the video and you can also have that chat going. So you can do that if you want to do it. Um, but an Android's supposed to have it. At least it used to have it. I've seen some videos where that was a something that was there, but we don't have it anymore. So sorry about that, guys. I just. But anyway, you asked for it, so I set it up. Um, so there that is. On the left side of the page is two hours worth of Bradley Dean on Saturday. So if you missed the show there, you can still play it up till 3 o'clock today at what time he will go live on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Also right below that is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Remember, we don't rent your email, sell it, or spam it. You want email from us today, all of the articles that me and Bradley put out, as, long, as well as our contributors. We have several contributors, and we're appreciative of all of them as well. And if you would like to support us, there is a donate button at the top of the page. You can do that. And also, uh, you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. That link is also available. Our store is available this week. You're going to like this, guys. Are you ready? Are you ready? Really ready? All right. (laughs) The Dangerous Freedom t-shirts are on sale with a promo code. Okay? That's right. You can get the long sleeve. You can get the short sleeve. Whatever. They range from $20 to $27. And um, you can pick those up this week through Saturday night at midnight for 10% off when you use the promo code LIBERTY. Okay? Real simple. LIBERTY, and you get 10% off these shirts if you've been wanting to get them. I know some of you have already got them, and you're going, ah, I could have waited. <laughs> but uh, they're available now, and so you're able to pick those up through Saturday night at midnight for 10% off. And I don't know what it is. Uh, I didn't do anything. Uh, the camera is doing a little weird thing here, um, but for whatever reason, uh, anyway, I'm I'm having trouble here uh, with something with the computer. Um, the little buttons that I use to change the camera and the de- desktop and all that other stuff, you know, it's one of those things. It's just kind of acting up a little bit. So today, I've got we've got a guest coming on tomorrow. We was trying to get a guest on today. First of all, let me say this: uh, Saturday night, I meant or Saturday morning, I mentioned. Our friend Sean, and um, uh, that he is in need. And several of you jumped right on. I know it's, you know, GoFundMe. I get it. Somebody set that up for him, okay? Just the way it is. But many of you jumped in. You helped him. Um, and, uh, you know, I just I wanted to kind of give that report of what was going on, uh, talk with him about things, and got a little more detail. But, you know, he's almost got everything he needs, at least for the rent. Uh, for the month, and then um, his expectation is is that there's a job that's coming opening from a friend of his who wants to hire him, but he's got to get some stuff in order. So we're we're trying to actually have his friend on the show because his friend is running for office, and um, <clears throat> so I just wanted to say thank you for that, guys. Uh, you know, love is demonstrated, and it's not often demonstrated in money, even though sometimes that can be you know, meeting a need there, but it is demonstrated in the fact that, that people do, excuse me, they, they do for one another and they love one another and they show that love for one another. And you guys did that for Sean. And I just wanted to say thank you. Um, I'm sure Sean, if he could be on, he would say thank you very much for that too. 
And he, yes, he recognizes where it ultimately comes from. It comes from our Father uh, in heaven. You know, he's not going to give those who ask for a fish a serpent. He's not going to give a stone to those who ask bread. He is one who loves his people. He does love his people. And um, and he provides for them. And he uses means in doing that, the people themselves. Jesus said, they'll know you're my disciples by your what? Love for one another. Your love for one another. And I just wanted to toss that out, that that is a thing that I see in the Sons of Liberty, um, you know, the, the audience, the congregation, if you will, that, that we have here, is that people do love one another, and they do care about one another. So I wanted to recognize that. You know, it's not something you just... You throw out there and you say, hey, somebody needs some help. You help. I want to, to recognize the fact that God moved in your heart to help him. And um, as the Philippians says, you know, he works in us both to will and to do his good pleasure. And so all glory is to God for those who gave and even for Sean who receives. And uh, so we're thankful for that. There's several things going on. Boy, I, you know, over the weekend, I I had the great privilege of sitting under the teaching yesterday of Pastor Benjamin Glasser. I get to do that every week, by the way. Um, but we we talked about Genesis 9, and I'm going to reference that this morning. And, you know, we talk about justice is the one thing missing here in the United States. That is the one thing, real justice. I'm not talking about this drummed-up political, you know, get-in-a-frenzy kind of media justice stuff. Or I'm not talking about social justice, uh, the way it's talked about today, that involves racism and all this. I'm, I'm talking about real justice. It sees beyond the skin color. It looks to the law. It looks to equity. Um, and it seeks to uphold the law and show a mercy to, to the people who didn't break it. And I'm going to get to some of that. Uh, but the teaching that I get, um, you know, I see many of you guys in the chat and you say, hey, I can't. I just can't go to a church. They, they don't teach the truth. And I tell you, it breaks my heart. I told I told Bradley, I said, how can we be in a nation that's been so blessed by God for hundreds of years? And we have people who've never heard the gospel. They can be here 40, 50, 60, 70 years. You know, years ago, I heard of a guy, he was in Ohio. Um, I think he was in his 70s or 80s, never heard the gospel. How do, How does that happen? How does that happen in a land that has been so blessed by the Lord Jesus Christ? How, how, how does that happen? Well, I'll tell you how it happens. It happens when there's a watered-down gospel. You bring people into a country club, and you call it church. You make them feel comfortable in their sin. You never address it. You never help them overcome their sin. You never teach them how the kingdom is bigger than just whatever happens there in that building. You never teach them how to love one another. You never teach them how to show mercy to one another. You never teach them what real grace is, both to you and how you are to extend that to others. You never teach them the truth about the God who is. You never teach them that he's angry with the wicked every day. You never call me into repentance. And instead, what you do is you put on theater for them. You, you put in interpretive dance. You do all kinds of symbolism 
In some cases, you revert back to much of Judaism, which the writer of Hebrews is explicit about warning about such things. You want to have Seder meals, and you want to have, uh, you know, you want to take nails and nail them into cross, uh, and that's your that's your sins you're nailing to the cross. None of that is biblical. You want to uh, set up uh, big images of tabernacles and uh, the temple and do all this stuff that is not the substance, which is Christ. And you, you put on a show for the people to entertain the sheep. That's what, that's what you do. I think Spurgeon had something to say about that before. I forget the quote. But it's an entertainment. And so the people lose sight of who they are or who they're supposed to be. And so when I, when I say that, that's where we're at. And so then it spawns off all these problems within the United States. I'm speaking specifically the United States, but it happens in every country where the people leave off God, where they don't honor Him as God. So with that said, uh, a couple of things from SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and uh, this will some of these all these kind of things will will come in here uh, as we're going through it. I, at least I hope that you'll see how it's coming through. The both the dan- look we have a dan- we have lots of dangers within the United States. Some of you have them in in other countries in Canada, in England, and such. But. You're exactly right, uh, Mr. Wordsworth. The most important thing of all is who God is as he reveals himself through his word and his providence. That's a great statement because many people have made a God into their own liking. And that's what I'm saying. As they make a God of their own liking, they're going to communicate that to other people. If you have somebody that just says God is an angry, wrathful God all the time, you haven't told the truth about God. And if you have a God that, that you, you say he's just loving and kind and merciful all the time, well, then you have a skewed view just as much. He's both. He's both. It's not an either or. It's a both and. It's part of his character. And so, again, th- these are some of the things. Let me give you some things from SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and then we'll. I got some. I got a bunch of stuff I want to. I want to get in here. So we're going to try to do that, and then we're going to get to scripture too, uh, because I think this is one of the things that, for me, I see that people can gravitate towards the problems. They can gravitate towards the media. They can see these things, okay, that are happening. The problem is they can't see, okay. What does Scripture say about it, and what's the solution to it? What can we possibly do? Because fe- people feel helpless and impotent and everything else. And I'll tell you, the first thing, I'm just going to give you this. This is a freebie. And again, this, come, this came from my pastor. You deal with things that are in your ability to, I'm going to use the term lightly, control. What's going on in your own house? What are you doing in your own house? Loving your wife, loving your husband, loving your children, teaching your children, reading the scriptures, tending to neighbors who need your help. If you're doing that's that's an area where you have control over to say, you know, this isn't DC. This isn't. We're talking about the kingdom is different 
than the way the world perceives a kingdom. When Jesus said that his kingdom was not from this world, he didn't mean it didn't impact this world and it wasn't taking over this world. In fact, he would go on to say such things as teaching his disciples, your kingdom, right? May your kingdom come. And then he says, your will be done. Where? On earth. Is it? Oh, but Tim, that's way off in the future. No, 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 no. He was telling first century disciples, pray that the you know, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Not somewhere off pie in the sky. Although we'll eventually get there, the fact of the matter is we're to be those who are ambassadors. So see, this has some kind of political aspect to it in the fact that we go to those who are in rebellion against God and give them the message of the gospel that calls them to repentance and says the king has stipulations here. If you submit to these stipulations, guess what? All will be well. You'll be blessed beyond measure. But if you don't want to do that, well, there's only one road for you. The road to destruction. That's what that's what it is. Anyway, sonsoflibertymedia.com. While you were distracted with Ukraine, government quietly released this report. Nine out of every ten COVID deaths were among the vaxxed. Those who took the shot. You didn't hear this in the mainstream, did you? Hmm? Didn't hear this in the mainstream media. This comes out of the UK, too. This is official government documents. And, um, yeah, see, here's, here's, what, here's what I see they want to do with this Ukraine stuff. They want to use it to get you to forget what's been going on in the past two and a half years. They want you to forget it. Don't forget what they did. Don't forget their evil deeds, their lawlessness. And they're coming back with it, rest assured, they're coming back with it very soon. Okay, They're going to come back with the same thing, and they're going to come back a little harder. So you, we have to deal with it. There is a solution for dealing with it, too. We're going to get to that, too. But that's at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Also, Bradley's article from, I think this was Saturday, The Nail in the Coffin, Enormous Bribes to All Education and Hospitals from the Federal Government to force their agenda exposed again. And again, this has to do with the shots. It has to do with the shots. Money talks, the other stuff walks, right? You know that old old saying, right? And the people are easily taken in. Boy, once I get this stuff together and I start showing you in the Scriptures what they did, what was done spiritually... And then what's going on in the natural realm, I think a lot of your eyes are going to get open, but I want to make sure that I've got a lot of my ducks in the row before I bring that out. But I've already got enough to where I could just go through Scripture and I could show you. But I want to tie into what's going on into the money system, if you will, which is a debt system here in the United States. I can't speak for other countries, but I'm pretty sure it's going on the same way there too. All right. Also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, U.S. border agents. Asked to leave the southern border. Now, you guys have seen the videos, right? You've seen this plethora of people coming in across our borders, unchecked. Many of them don't even have to have an ID. And if they have an ID, they'll, they'll they'll take your prison record. They'll take your arrest record to identify you. Now, I'm just going to tell you, 
the more I think about it, the more I think IDs are just of the devil. I just think they're of the devil. Yeah, our forefathers didn't have that stuff. They didn't. They didn't have that kind of stuff. I just, I, call me old-fashioned or whatever you want. The more I think about it, the more I think any kind of identification is, starts to become problematic. I just, why? Because it, it has to do with tracking. You ever noticed on the back of your driver's license, that little code that's there? Mm-hmm. See, some people aren't picking up on certain things. Oh, we need voter ID. Well, you know, I tend to want to say there needs to be something that distinguishes a citizen from a non-citizen. Don't get me wrong, but there's just some things there where I question the whole idea behind identifying yourself. And the more I get into what they've done to us as far as our birth certificate and other things, the more I become aware that they are trying to get us to identify with how they want us to identify instead of who we are, okay? Uh, but th- this, is, this is what they want to do. U.S. border agents asked to leave southern border and go to Poland for Operation Ukraine support. Now, does that make any sense at all unless you're a tyrant? That doesn't make any sense. Why, th- why would we take Border Patrol... I think they're unconstitutional. I think the Border Patrol is the militia. They're to repel invasions and to put down insurrections, right? They're to be the law enforcers. Article 1, Clause 8, or Section 8, Clause 15. They're to be the ones who are doing that. That's the people. And the people have been restrained by the tyrants. They haven't learned their God-given duty, not just liberty. This is a duty the people have to deal with those who are Trespassing. Let's put it that way. That's what they're doing. They're trespassing. And we want to take the guys that now we've shirked our duty to. We've allowed them to establish an unconstitutional agency. And send them over to Poland for Operation Ukraine support. Now, look. I think the people of Russia, I think the people of Ukraine are largely decent people. Look, I'm not going to say they're perfect. Certainly not going to say they're good any more than the people of the United States. Because there is none good but one, and that is God. And all of us are in need of gospel. I want to make sure I'm clear on that. But the people themselves don't want war with each other. They really don't. They get drummed up for war by the mockingbird media and by those in government who are seeking more power. Okay, That's usually how that works. Now, a lot of what you're being told, I'm just going to tell you, is just lies both from our side and from the other sides. Nobody has clean hands in any of this stuff. But I'll tell you this, I'm more prone to believe what's coming out of Russia that they're trying so desperately to silence. I'm more prone to believe that than I am what comes out of the U.S. Mockingbird media. Uh, Especially when we've seen some of the choreography that's gone on to fake and fabricate some of the news that they put out. But to send our border patrol over there? What in the world are we thinking? Hmm? You've got a you've got an influx of illegal aliens coming into the United States that are treated better than you are, America. If you're a citizen, they're treated better at the airport than you are. How many of you get the Nazi Nazis running around with their little canines sniffing your bags and stuff? How many of you are told to take your shoes off, produce ID? 
um, go through the gamma ray thing or, or else have your stuff rummaged through in violation of the Fourth Amendment. They can call it administrative law all they want to. It's a violation of law. They're criminals. They're doing it millions of times every day in the name of safety and security. And those who want that, remember what Franklin said, you'll get neither. And he's right. Also at SonsLibertyMedia.com, Utah's woke GOP governor betrays female athletes. Well, that's not a surprise. See, Governor Spencer Cox, despite talking about family values, the bishop thing, and the usual political resume of anyone running for public office in Utah, he's using these terms now too, equity and diversity. Equity and diversity. Yep, pushing that LGBTQ or STV, WXYZ agenda. Looking at him makes me wonder if he's not one of them. Um, But again, listen to the people who are out there. Listen to them. Some of them give good information. Some of them don't give good information. But I'll tell you this. You listen to the guys, and they'll say, a red wave is coming. We need a red wave. Isn't that what they told you? Two years ago, four years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Isn't that what they told you? Isn't that what they keep telling you? We need a red wave. We need a red wave. We need a red wave. And what do you get when you get a red wave? Oh, you get Amy Coney Bryant. You get Donald Trump. You get George W. Bush. You get Brett Kavanaugh. You get this knucklehead here. From Utah. I mean, this is supposed to be, quote-unquote, a conservative state. You, you, this is what you get when you get a red wave. Just telling you. Well, but their evil is better than the other guy's evil. Think about what you're saying there. And many of you call yourselves Christians saying stuff like that. Where do you find that in the Bible? Huh? Where do you find that in Scripture? Also, a couple more things, and I want to jump into a couple of these videos here. Uh, Whitney Webb has a new one out. Ukraine and the new Al-Qaeda. Again, Whitney Webb and Corey Lynn are some of the best reporters, I think, uh, in my my estimation, uh, out today. And I highly recommend that you take a look at what she's got to say there on the issue. Also, where does free speech end and government censorship begin on the football field? School bans coach from silently praying. After after games. Remember this guy? This is the guy, uh, I think he was down in Alabama. Uh, Kennedy was his last name. And, you know, he was leading his team in prayer. Uh, this, is, this has been several years. This is going on. Now they want to ban him from silently praying. Okay? Now he hasn't backed down from his praying. But doing all this. It's absolutely incredible, folks. It really is absolutely incredible uh, of what's going on, and yet uh, Rutherford Institute has picked that up. Also, here's another one to deal with the border. Afghan Adjustment Act would legalize 36,000 unvetted unvetted Afghans. Did you get that? Your representatives are set to legalize 36,000 unvetted Afghans. 
I mean, you're talking about being stupid. You're talking about walking right down the line of what God says he'll do in Deuteronomy 28. Bringing foreigners in who will eventually become the head, and you will become the tail. Just telling you what's going on, folks. That's what it is. And people say, there is no God. Ugh, that's an old ancient book. It's not relevant for today. You better bet your bottom dollar it is relevant right now, and it is speaking to the situation we have in the United States today. If you can't see that, you are blind as a bat. You really are. Here's another one. More trouble in the United States. As Russia invades Ukraine, U.S. Army gives mandatory training on gender identity. You know, when Bradley was talking about the Army, the military is not ready for what's coming, he's exactly right. He's exactly right. They're not ready. They're being indoctrinated with all of this ungodliness. God's not going to bless that. You know what? If God didn't go with his own people, you're sending him the promised land because one guy stole a wedge of gold and, and some clothing and um, uh, several people lost their life, he's not going to put up with this stuff either. He's not. And again, people think, oh, well, we've, if we just change the political jersey, if we just change the political jersey, we'll fix this. But what you haven't figured out yet, and a lot of you Trumpites out there who listen, what you haven't figured out is those guys are selling you out just as much as the other guys. They're just doing it by stealth. Reminds me of a particular clip that I'm going to play here. This is not a war for the independence of one or two colonies, but for the independence of one nation. And, uh, yes, what nation is that? An American nation. There is no such nation, and to speak of one is treason. We are citizens of an American nation, and our rights are being threatened by a tyrant 3,000 miles away. Would you tell me, please, Mr. Howard, why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away. (laughs) That's exactly right. Why should we do such a thing? We're worried, we're constantly told of tyrants thousands of miles away when we've got them in our backyard, whether they're in our states or whether they're in D.C. We've got them there. And there's our problem. Let me, let me give you, for instance, uh, just a couple of clips here. Now, if you guys remember in the State of Disunion, I'm not going to play this one, but in the State of Disunion, Joe Biden started off, first words, freedom will triumph over tyranny. This is a guy who's been engaged in tyranny for decades. In every position of office he's had, whether as a senator, a vice president, or now sitting in the People's White House Ill- illegitimately. He tries to play it off. Oh, we're going to deal with this stuff with the the stuff over here in, in the Ukraine. Blah, 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 blah. Pointing you to other tyrants to get the spotlight off of the tyrants you have in your own backyard. This is, uh, this is what, uh, what Circleback Girl had to say the other day in talking about wanting to ban, right, um, the fact that Russia banned Facebook. And they banned a lot of other things. Um, what was some of the CNN, Pornhub, all this stuff. And everybody acts like, oh, we're really giving it to them. I think that's actually a good thing for Russia. 
<laughs> Tell you the truth. Ban Facebook, ban Pornhub, born, ban CNN, and all of these other uh, fake news outlets. I think it's actually a win for, for Russia, to tell you the truth. Listen to what she has to say. Listen to the hypocrisy that comes out of her mouth. Uh, Russia has cut off access to Facebook inside of Russia. Uh, how does that affect U.S. efforts? Does the White House have concerns about that source of information to Russian citizens being cut off? You know, I... I this is part of their effort, uh, as you know, I mean, to cut off a range of information from their public. Um, they had talked about this a little bit yesterday. Yeah, we would never do this. You guys don't uh, remember our COVID cover-up um, with Facebook and down social media any giants. form of information being shared with our public. Certainly Facebook is a part of that. They've also threatened fines uh, for journalists reporting on the ground. They've threatened, uh, they've conveyed that yeah, there are only certain words their own Russian media can use uh, at the risk of being fined or even jailed. Um, this is a pattern. This is not necessarily a new approach that they have taken, but to crack down no, they're just taking after uh, us. We did country, it before them. Uh, to reach the Russian people. Uh, so certainly we are deeply concerned about this. Deeply and, concerned. And concerned about the threat on freedom of speech uh, <laughs> in the country. <laughs> you can't you can't make it a, the threat of freedom to speak. Now, this is the same chick who got on and said, we are working with Facebook to shut you knuckleheads up out there who are trying to 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 throw a, a wrench in, in in things here about our convict scam. I mean, you people can't be tell, keep telling the truth about this because it's going to mess up things. We got a lot of money riding on line. We got a lot of control and power riding on. You can't be doing that. So we're going to work with social media to shut down the First Amendment. Uh, your right to speak. Uh, we're going to censure you. We're going to be little good little Nazis. You, you you can't control the hypocrisy. And she's not the only one. Listen to this guy. This is Justin Trudeau. Listen to what this guy says. All right, you ready for this one? This one this one is just as mind boggling as what you just heard. And we've come to a moment that, quite frankly, we've seen coming over the past years. We've talked about it in, Ukraine in, in the news, not just about Ukraine, but about democracies around the world, that we see a bit of a slippage in our democracies. Countries turning towards slightly more authoritarian leaders. <laughs> you can't keep a straight face when he says this. Countries allowing increasing misinformation and disinformation to be shared on social oh, media, yes. turning people against. Yes, the values and the principles of oh. democracies that are so strong. Yes, because God forbid we have people who disagree with you. And that slippage, slippage. over the years, unfortunately emboldened Putin. Oh. And made him think that he could get away with this, oh. that he could get away with it in Ukraine. Yeah, I, I'll bet you think it lets you think you're going to get away with it in Canada too, doesn't it, Justin? Huh? What kind of slippage are we talking about? Is this a banana peel slippage? Is this an oil slippage? What's going on here? Because somehow it's okay for Justin to be authoritarian over his people. It's okay for Joe Biden and Jen Psaki to be authoritarian over their people, or the people they're supposed to represent. And yet, it's not okay for these guys over here to do something that they disagree with. And I got to tell you, I question whether it's being authoritarian over there. I, I, that's just me. I, I question whether that's what the case is. And so the people are rising up. The people are rising up, and they've been, they've been speaking out. Why? Because they've seen stuff like this. 
uh, specifically with regards to the shots and the lies that they're safe and effective. Here's a couple of things. These are some um, newscasts where the anchors or the weathermen or whoever they are, whatever the people are that's on here, they've had the shot and then, well, for those of you on the radio, I'll just kind of tell you, this is a Fox outlet, okay? And um, you'll see this guy's kind of wobbly at the first anyway. He's kind of like, like nobody's paying attention. <laughs> and then they just cut to the commercial. Um I mean, and then here's one out of Austria. Uh, same thing. So somebody's filming their television, uh, ZIB, whatever that is. And they got this chick come on. And as soon as they go to the camera, <laughs> she just falls right back out. I mean, literally. And they have to go to commercial. So people are catching on. They cannot hide it all. They can't. And more people daily are discovering this. Now, somebody chided me saying, oh, you know, you get what you deserve. Well, I never said anything like that for people. What I can't understand is with so much information after two and a half years that people are still wearing masks, that they are still going to take these shots, I just, I don't get it. It's not like the information is hard to come by. I mean, you can go find it if you want to find it. But they're not doing it. But the people are beginning to stand up. You know, we've seen what they did in Canada, the stance that they took there. We're seeing what they're doing now here in the United States. This is out of um, uh, Hagerstown, Maryland. Uh, this is some drone footage. And for those of you who can't see, I've been told that this convoy is something like 70 miles. Now, look, I, they, you know, some of that may have gotten exaggerated a little bit in Canada, maybe a little bit, but they've made up for it in the cities that they've kind of come out on. Okay. This is this trucker convoy. I mean, these people aren't doing it just to have a party. They recognize that these mandates and these, this tyranny, this authoritarianism that, that Jen Psaki wants to throw off on Putin that she's engaged in, they're recognizing that, hey, this stuff is coming to us if we don't do something. It's coming to us. And so you guys saw where Bradley had, um, I think he saw 15 miles of these guys up there in Ohio. And the people were starting to come out. This one says that it's over 70 miles long. Now, I don't have 70 miles worth of footage here, but uh, just kind of gives you an idea of what's going on. Uh, the people are slow rolling through here. And um, again, they're coming from all over the United States. Now, you know my thoughts on it. I think there's some probably some wisdom in how you do some things. Some guys up there in Maryland said, we're not going to go to D.C. We're going to surround it. We're not going in there. We're not going to let them do this, that, and the other. I don't know what they have planned. I, I don't. And I thought they were supposed to be there by state of the disunion. That's what I thought they were by that date. But they're not. But nevertheless, they are taking to the streets, and they are protesting. What's going on? They're not letting it sit and not having a say in what they're doing. Now, with that said, you say, well, you can show us a lot of problems. Yeah, everybody, anybody can show you problems. In fact, I got this email 
I should I should have pulled this up, but because I read it yesterday, and I thought, in a lot of ways, and I'm not talking bad about the guy, okay, because I used to work for him, okay, and he was he was overall very good to me in working with him, but I see now the real issue here. The issue is is that we can talk about the problem, we don't have a solution except got to have a big red wave. And this is, in fact, this is some of the statements um, that come down here. Now, the book is called, okay, let's go, Brandon. You know what I think about that. I just think it's nonsense. But uh, it's by Brandon Valerani, and I used to work for Brandon, and I, I like Brandon on a personal level. I like him. But it's this mentality. Um. It's let's go, Brandon Chance and memes went viral in 2021. Why Americans? Because Americans wouldn't do what they're supposed to do, and so they're looking for a way to appease themselves from their responsibility. And so they thought mocking Joe Biden equals doing their duty. That's what they think. That's why they make the shirts and the hats, and the guys are happy to sell them to you guys because they're going to make money off your stupidity. Okay, But in his latest book, Arthur, Arthur Brandon Valerani chronicles the daily faux pas, fiascos, and failures of the Biden-Harris administration. That's not hard to do, by the way. During their first year, chapters dedicated each month in 2021. The chapters are broken down into daily sections. Brandon offered, and he's a good writer, by the way. Um, I haven't read this book, but I've read another of his books. It's, he's a good writer. Brandon offers more than mere complaints, however. As a Christian and patriot, also offers hope. Hold on to your seats. This one is, you know, and when you get down here, what you find is, is the guys who are, you know, giving them the compliments and things like that, well, he's exposing this. Okay, it, we're supposed to expose. There's no question about that. But what at what point do we go past exposing, okay, and... Bring justice. At what point do we do that? And I could have swore that there was somebody who made mention in this in this email here about the red wave. We, we've got to get you know Republicans back in there and all this kind of stuff. Um, maybe I misread that and read it with something else. But everybody knows what the problem is. They know what. But laws are being violated. They know the corruption that's there, but they don't do anything about it. It's give us more money because we have to fight this. Well, wait a minute. You're getting paid to represent the people, and part of representing the people is doing what the Constitution says, and that is you impeach some of these people, you remove them from office, and then you start prosecuting them. What is this stuff about we want to sit down and have a discussion with dictators? What is this thing about sitting down and we want to work things out bipartisanly with people who are committing crimes against the people in violation of the Constitution? What is that? I'll tell you what it is. It's the same thing the other guys are doing. It's treason. They're accomplices to treason. And if your answer is to vote Republican in November, that's not an answer, and that's not hope at all. 
And this is part of the problem of the two-party system that John Adams warned us about, calling it a great evil. And Republicans have bought into it. Many of them are still hanging on to Ronald Reagan's 11th commandment, don't speak ill of your conservative brothers, blah, 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 blah. Nonsense. If those guys are off the wagon, if they are out there uh, violating the Constitution, if they're violating law, you call them out. You, You have a duty to call them out. The Bible says that if we love each other, we're going to do that. We're going to call for correction. And then we're going to bring discipline on them. This is the issue. All right? So what are some of the things that we see? You know, a lot of people are familiar with this passage, and they'll quote it. But very few are practicing it. Second Chronicles 7.14 Remember, here's the context of what comes there. The Solomon finished the house of the Lord in the king's house, and all that came into Solomon. Remember, David wanted to do it, and he was a man of blood, and God said, no, you're not going to do that, but your son will do it for me. And so Solomon fulfilled the word of the Lord, and all that came into Solomon's heart to make in the house of the Lord in his own house, he prosperously effected. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer, and have chosen this place to to myself, For an house of sacrifice, if I shut up heaven, there will be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among the people. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and, this is, listen, turn from their wicked ways. Not everybody else's. It's not on the world. It's on his people, those who name the name of Christ. And they turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open, and my ears attent unto thy prayer that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever, and my eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. And as for thee, if thou wilt walk before me, as David thy father walked, and do according to all that I have commanded thee, and shall observe my statutes and my judgments, he talks about he'll he'll be his God um, unto him and uh, and to, to look after him. How many of God's people are humbling themselves, seeking the face of God, and repenting of their own wicked ways? How many are doing that? The Bible also speaks a little further. You know, we we talked about it the other day, uh, the fact that God dug around his vineyard, and he did what he was going to do. And he gave them everything he he said he would give them. Look at Isaiah chapter 5, verse 4. I will sing to my well-beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. My well-beloved hath a vineyard and a very fruitful hill. And he fenced it and gathered out the stones thereof and planted it with the choicest vine and built a tower in the midst of it and also made a wine press therein. And he looked that it should bring forth grapes and it brought forth wild grapes. We read some of this the other day. Now, O inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, judge, I pray you, betwixt me and my vineyard. What could have been done more to my vineyard that I have not done in it? Wherefore, when I looked that it should bring forth grapes, brought it forth wild grapes. 
And now go to, I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away the heads thereof, and it shall be eaten up, and break down the wall thereof, and it shall be trodden down. And I will lay it waste. It shall not be pruned nor digged, but there shall come up briars and thorns. I will also command the clouds that they rain no rain upon it. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah is pleasant plant. And he looked for judgment, but behold, oppression for righteousness, but behold, a cry. What has God been doing here in America? He's been removing his hedge of protection. He's been removing his hedge of protection. He's not been sending the rain. He's allowed the thorns and the briars to grow up, hasn't he? Guys, this is part of God's judgment. You've seen it in history. Many of you talk about Nazi Germany. Oh, it's a judgment. Communist China. Oh, it's a judgment. Rwanda. Other places around the world. And you see God's judgment. But somehow some people don't see God's judgment in their own land. And you can rest assured, he's the one who brings it. He's the one who brings the calamity in a city. The evil, as some translations have it, into a city. That's from God. You know, if you you really want to see who God is, go to Nahum, chapter 1. God is jealous, and the Lord revengeth. The Lord revengeth and is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries, and he reserveth wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger, and he's great in power, and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord hath his way in the whirlwind and in the storm, and the clouds that are the dust of his feet. He rebuketh the sea, and he maketh dry. And drieth up all the rivers. Bashan languisheth, and Carmel, and the flower of Lebanon languisheth. The mountains quake at him, and the hills melt, and the earth is burned at his presence. Yea, the world and all that dwell therein. Who can stand before his indignation? And who can abide in the fierceness of his anger? His fury is poured out like fire, and the rocks are thrown down by him. But you don't hear that from your modern American church, do you, about who God is? Oh, yes, he is a vengeful God against the wicked. He is a vengeful God against the wicked. What I made mention of a little while ago in Amos, chapter 3, verse 6. And again, there's a context here. Listen to what it says. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Will a lion roar in the forest when he hath no prey? Will a young lion cry out of his den? If he had not, if he had, if he have taken nothing, can a bird fall in a snare upon the earth where there no gin is for him? Shall one take up a snare from the earth and have taken nothing at all? Shall a trumpet be blown in the city and the people not be afraid? Shall there be evil in the city and the Lord hath not done it? Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants the prophets. The lion hath roared, who will not fear? The Lord God hath spoken. Who can but prophesy? Publish in the palaces at Ashdod and the palaces in the land of Egypt and say, Assemble yourselves upon the mountains of Samaria and behold the great tumults of the midst thereof and the oppressed in the midst thereof. Are we in a pickle? Yep. 
Is it going to get worse? Yep. If the people don't repent and do what they're supposed to do, humble themselves before God. But what the, what's the repentance, Tim? What, what are you talking about? Well, first you've got to stop doing your wicked deeds. And then the second thing is you've got to do what you're supposed to do. And in this land, you are the Caesar. You are the king. You are the, you're the rulers. You are. First lines out of the Constitution is what? We the people, right? We put that on us. Normally, for decades, the people started out with God. That they're making a covenant with God. And I do think that's lacking in the U.S. Constitution. Some people may say it's implied, whatever, but the other ones were explicit. The the Solemn League and Covenant, very explicitly Christian, recognizing that God was the one to whom the covenant was made. And there's been others, too. Why are the people allowing the ungodliness? Some of it that I showed you earlier in the show. Why are they allowing it and not bringing justice? Let me close with this, and I didn't bring this up um, till late. But we're told, look, we've got, a, we've got tens of thousands of people who have died as a result of these shots, and they've been injured. Genesis chapter 9, verse 6, or verse 5, And surely your blood of your lives will I require, at the hand of every beast will I require it in the hand of man, at the hand of man's brother will I require the life of man. Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man, that he gives the hope of being fruitful and multiplied. Look, there are some people that need justice. And God uses means in bringing that justice. And the people are going to have to get a hold of this serious reality. That justice is going to involve bringing people through due process, no doubt about that, and then executing them. I know that's a big pill for some people to swallow, but that's what God said. If you got a problem with that and you call yourself a Christian, this is what God said. And he doesn't just say it here. He says it all through his law for those things that are capital punishments. And if you don't bring justice, the tyranny is going to continue on. Read Leviticus 26. It's going to come seven times more. We've got to do it, guys. We can do it. Bring the justice, and we'll see liberty restored. We really will. You guys have a great day. Remember, the one who gives liberty is the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who gave himself for sinners. Repent. Be reconciled back unto God through him today. Bradley be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsandlibertymedia.com, and we'll see you in the morning, 6 a.m. Adios.